Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is a big day. The president is going to be on speaking pretty shortly, but well, I'll have to tape that and listen to it later on to see what he is talking about. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Let's see, we got Michael Rudnan. Welcome aboard. We have Bridge MCP, leader of the PDR Posse. Welcome aboard. We also have Bionic Chronic says greetings and salutations. And of course, last and not least for now, AVQ, also known aka Michael Rudnan. What is the show going to be about today? I can tell you what, we are going to touch on the subject and then leave it rather quickly. Anyhow, what am I talking about, folks, today? Infrastructure, COVID, democracy, not Afghanistan is the narrative. It's time for women to rule. We'll also talk about that as well. Anyhow, folks, welcome to the Politics Done Right show. Michael Rudnan starts us out every every day almost as usual. He says, back from the dentist, I just got a crown put in of the tooth. Last week, $500 out of pocket. Need to contact my insurance company for possible reimbursement, but I'm not feeling confident about that as I've already paid up front. So as not to wait to risk losing the tooth, I still think our healthcare system sucks, which it does. Go ahead and give us some info. We'll help you with that. We'll tell, tell them that you have bloggers around that's going to make them look pretty bad if they don't pay up. So, folks, pay up. Michael Rudnan's crown must be paid for. Michael Rudnan also says, we have a deal. Biden announces bipartisan infrastructure agreement, not even a trillion dollars. This barely touches global warming, let alone tries to address it. I'm going to kind of talk about that a little bit later as well. Michael Rudnan also says, computer... Did I miss something? No, there we go. Computer models of civilization offer routes to ending global warming. Global warming can still be forestalled, but we are most almost out of time to do so. What our politicians have been doing isn't nowhere close to enough. Welcome aboard, May Wood from California, Long Beach. How you doing, buddy? Welcome aboard. Anyhow, Michael Rudden also says Antarctica is changing. The impact will be catastrophic. I'm going to tell you guys some of the other things. Remember, if, if, if you get water as opposed to ice, the dark water absorbs more heat, which means we start to get geometric progression in the heating of the water, which means things move rather quickly. Thank you for that one. Michael Rennan says, we can't fight the climate crisis without fighting the military-industrial complex. Yes, because they want the money to come to them to build things to blow crap up instead of to build things to mitigate our global warming. The military already knows that climate change is a national security threat. Department of Defense via the Pentagon said as much years ago. They know it. They print about it all the time. Michael Rudin says, trillion spent on this trillion spent on disastrous Afghan war versus just $25 billion to vaccinate the poor. Imagine, it will cost what it costs to just train the Afghanis, $85 billion dollars. It's less than that to vaccinate the world. $1.29 per vaccine. $1.29 per vaccine, people. That is what we're talking about. Trillion spent. Anyhow, uh, Michael also says, child hospitalization. Child hospitalization for COVID-19 hits all-time high in U.S. report. This is not last year's COVID, said Sally Gosa, 
former president of the Academy of Pediatrics during a CNN interview. This one is worse, and our children are the ones that are going to be affected by it most. COVID is affecting our young people. These aren't numbers we can scoff at. Children currently make up 2.4% of the nation's COVID-19 hospitalizations. Kids under 12 are not eligible to receive the vaccine, leaving them more vulnerable to infection from the new highly transmissible variant. Vikings ran return, fans return and leave most of their masks at home. Saturday, I've, I was watching the Jets-Giants NFL preseason at Friends. Crowd shots show no mask, no social distancing seating. We're about to see another wave of super spreader events with sports reopening as football fans don't give a you-know-what. Next one from Michael. Highlight high casualties feared after 7.2 magnitude quake in Haiti. Yes, about 1,300 people are dead. And we're talking about other things. Michael also said, landlords hate rent control because it's good for the rest of us. Our nation needs more affordable housing. The rent is out of control. Meantime, I question whether or not our nation even needs landlords. All they do is take, raise rent, buy up property, and raise rent more. It's another story, but you're running the risk of somebody calling you a socialist. Facebook is obstructing our work on disinformation. The company's hostility to academic scrutiny limits our ability to understand how to, the platform amplifies political falsehood. Facebook has been pushing conservatives into extremist groups for years now. You want this on the screen? Let's see if I can put that on the screen. What is it? Uh, Trotsky went to survey town worker shortages, job paying $30 hour. No shortage, 25 an hour, no shortage. 15 to 20, a couple of help. I like that. I like that. Absolutely going on. Absolutely going on the screen. All right, let's, let's listen to what uh, that, that is a very good little piece there. Take a look at it, guys. It's a pretty nice piece. All right, let's continue here. Bridge, welcome. Bannock Chronic, welcome. Lee Grant, hey, y'all. Welcome aboard. Eric Hayes has a long one. Okay, Eric, I've never read one from you, so I'm going to do it, but I got to get into my videos, but I'm going to read this one. From Congressman yesterday. Yesterday morning, I was on call hosted by the White House with Secretary of State Blinken, Secretary of Defense Austin, and General Milley. More than six times, all three officials stated we are engaging in an orderly and safe withdrawal, and we have planned for all contingencies. Finally, they said the Taliban isn't in Kabul. They cut off questions from members, leaving us without few, with few answers. This morning, we woke up to the news of a fallen Afghanistan, now in the hands of American armed Taliban, with chaos at the Kabul airport. Thousands rushing to the tarmac. Uh, yeah, well, okay, this is what we've seen on TV. I don't need to read all of that. That's, that's a huge piece, Eric. Eric, I'm not going to dispute that it's a mess. It is a mess in Afghanistan right now. Could it have been done better? Maybe. Let me tell you what I think, honestly. I think, oh, these guys wanted to get Americans out of there. They wanted to get out of there as quietly as possible. They didn't want to tell all the Afghan workers that worked with them because they didn't know which ones were going to be uh, friend or foe. And they don't know which one of them would have sold them out. So they just went ahead and did the safe thing, got the Americans out, and have contingency to do what they're doing right now. It's a mess. It was always going to be a mess. All right? It was going to be a mess. We should not have been there in the first place. Bridge MCP says, no one should be left there. However, the blame starts with Bush and continues to Trump who worked with the Taliban and not the Afghan president. Exactly. He, was, he wanted to bring the Taliban to Camp David. That is what he had planned. Bring the Taliban to Camp David. Now the right wings, they are, they are at all your websites scrubbing all these things where Donald Trump spoke nicely about the Taliban. They're scrubbing it. 
Michael Rudnan says, meantime, watch out for the media drumbeat to war again, which is what they're, they're trying to do already. Deborah John, welcome aboard from L.A. Eric Hayes, Afghan people and helping the humanity of people and Rudnan should say something on this versus others. I want every Afghani woman who wants to come out of Afghanistan to get asylum in the West. I want that. I want that. But... And I, I come to the conclusion as well that Afghan men should have fought for their... i tell you what somebody said to me at Daily Coast. At Daily Coast, they said, we should have put an Afghan woman into power, somehow get her elected into power, and given and trained and given the arms to women. Because women would have known they had something to fight for. The Taliban coming into power just establishes patriarchy. And since half the men or half the people are men, they may feel huh, I'm going to be back in control again. There you go. Kathy C. Courtney, welcome aboard. Bionic Chronic says, uh, well, that's somebody, oh, COVID here is good and one. This is one trust government. Let's see what else. Yvette Avery Herod, welcome aboard. Rose Williams, welcome aboard. Dimish Sawan, welcome aboard. Bridge MCP, Michael Rudnan. Let's see what else you have. I always have three days worth of stuff to share. You always have 20 days worth of stuff to share, brother. Uh, Lawrence Sims, welcome aboard. Maywood, you're back. Eric Hayes, how about touching on the Devocal type Saigon event? Going, I'll, I'll touch that. Any, uh, all of that's going to be spoken about, but we're not going to spend everything. Egberto, there are Taliban that were in Gitmo and they're let go. That's crap. Daniel Lado, whoa, we are about to see Olympics level mental gymnastic for these on the left. No, we're not. We are not going to talk about how great Afghanistan is going because it, uh, Afghanistan is a wreck. But we do need to get out of there. Absolutely. So anyhow, here is the first video of the day. Very important. I want you to listen to it in detail. Today, as I get up, watch all the different news programs, the overwhelming talk was about what's going on in Afghanistan. How terrible it was that we were leaving Afghanistan. How it was in such a disorganized manner, which is true, in the way we are leaving Afghanistan. Would it have been possible to do it in a more decent manner? I have no idea because, again, these people were going to be left with a government that was going to be less than optimal. A bad government, one who hates or wants to put women back into the Stone Age. All that is true. But you know what? Number one, we should not have been in Afghanistan in the first place. Number two, uh, if we intended on making changes to how women were treated in Afghanistan or any other country that mistreats women worse than we do, uh, we, have, we had to get the buy-in of Americans and say, yes, we're going to go out there and change the world, make it a better world. But you know what? Ultimately, we can't. And the reality is the amount of time that we're spending now on this fiasco, and it's bad. I feel for the Afghani people. I honestly feel for them. But here's the thing. America also has its problems internally. And if Afghanistan, if the people in Afghanistan after 20 years are not going to stand up and fight for themselves, and that goes for any particular country, the reality is we cannot use our resources 
to fight for you. In as much as we played a big part in the current destabilization. Now, Afghanistan, we had no problems in spending trillions of dollars that ultimately went back to the defense contractors that ultimately went into the coffers of the thieves who govern Afghanistan, the Afghanistanis government, the people there who ripped the country off as well. Well, by the way, let's not all just go out as they have corrupt leaders because we do too. Our corrupt leaders, however, are just the facade for the corporatocracy who took the defense, the two or more trillion dollars that was invested in Afghanistan. Most of that money going right back, if you follow the flow, right back into the corporate coffers of these defense contractors. So we have the money for that. And right now, all we're talking about is how we're leaving Afghanistan. But here's the thing, people. Here's the thing. We have problems at home that, needs, that need people to know about. The Supreme Court, the purchased Texas Supreme Court, is allowing Gregory Ab Greg Abbott, Governor Greg Abbott, Texas governor, to go ahead and continue his policies that are going to get thousands of Texans killed and maimed. That we need to talk about. Texans need to know that. Americans throughout the country need to understand what's going on in the COVID fight. They need to understand what we need to do to get rid of COVID, to make COVID something of the past, and concentration on the ine inevitability of what's occurring in Afghanistan ain't going to cut it. We need to talk about COVID. We also need to talk about the people that are suffering. Yes, people are suffering in Afghanistan. They're going to be under the Taliban. They're going to be under a very poor government. But here in America, people are getting evicted. Our pandemic has left a certain percentage of our population in dire straits. And yes, you hear there are more jobs available than there are people willing to take these jobs. That is almost in these times like saying there are more jobs available where people can get hurt. People can get killed by taking these jobs because of the mitigation that we have for COVID and otherwise. Why do it? We also have the infrastructure, the human infrastructure plan that is in danger because we have a democratic, well, at least these are the honest ones. They are not really on board for this plan. We have nine Democratic Congress people that are saying, we don't want this plan. In other words, we don't want to give relief to the average American. We don't want to extend Medicare. We don't want to give family relief. We don't want to give parents the ability to put, subsidize their daycare so they can go to work. That's not what we're about. We want to build those bridges and those big heavy-duty cement projects whose monies are going to go right back into the coffers of the corporatocracy. Yes, a lot of people would get hired for those, but not near enough people that our $3.5 trillion well overdue budget or bill for inf human infrastructure, well overdue, 
somehow there's a problem. But they don't see a problem in staying in Afghanistan where we've spent trillions. They don't see a problem in all these places where the corporatocracy rips us off. Folks, let's not stay on Afghanistan. Let's not allow our thoughts to simply think Afghanistan. We have, the president has people in Afghanistan doing the best they can to, of a horrendous case. But let's not do that. Let's remember, let's remember completely that Americans as well are suffering. That there's a lot to do here. That fighting in Afghanistan, as bad as women are going to have it in Afghanistan. You know, I wrote a piece for the Daily Coast and um, somebody responded, maybe we should have elevated a woman as the president of Afghanistan and put the arms, the tanks, in the hands of women because they have something to fight for because the Afghani army sure didn't. And if the Afghani army is not willing to fight for their own country, to fight against a Taliban that wants to put women back into the Stone Age, who are we to go in there and think we can make a difference for a population not intent of making a difference in the aggregate. Folks, let's think about what we have to do here in America right now. Right now, we need to get uh, the infrastructure, human infrastructure bill written correctly and passed. We also need to ensure that the killing governors, the governors that are getting their citizens maimed and hurt and killed, Make sure to start working to get them out of office and ensure that we have laws passed that can protect the American citizenry from all these ills that are occurring right here in America. Absolutely so. Now, let, let, me, let me be clear. I am not defending how messed up the exit is. I mean, I think it would have been messed up anyway, all right? Whoever did it, I think it was going to be messed up because... When you have a people that are scared and, they, and, and the masses start to rush the airport, I don't, you can't plan for that. You just cannot plan for that. Welcome aboard, my brother Reynolds. Welcome aboard. You cannot plan for that at all. So let's be clear on that, first of all. Kathy Courtney, welcome to the yeah, fanaticism of the Trump base. Absolutely so. Uh, let's see what we got here. Rose, I agree with you. They, it was done stupidly. I agree with you. I agree with you. But again, like I said to a whole lot of people, when you have a population running at you, what you going to do? Anyhow, just maybe. Yeah, uh, by the way, Bridge MCP, that error made by the Texas Tribune, I think it was uh, 793 versus 5800. Big, big mistake. I hadn't looked up to see exactly what was the genesis of the mistake, but you know. Uh, 793 children is a hell of a lot of kids as well, right? Hi, Coop333. Welcome aboard. Uh, Tom C. says, President Biden is speaking right now and answering questions about Afghanistan. Yeah, and he said that a lot of the Afghanis didn't want to leave at all. You can plan for it methodically. Don't tell the Taliban. How are you not going to tell the Taliban? Of course you're going to tell the Taliban because once two or three Afghanis know that's how... That is how Americans have been getting killed in the Middle East for a while. You always have somebody on the inside that goes and talks. Come on now. That's the, way, that's the way things happen. 
Anyway, I have a piece here on women because one of the topics that I said here is just maybe we need to start putting some women in control of all these things because check this out. Carl Belcher had a statement after they were talking about Mario Cuomo and what Mario Cuomo exit statement to one of the New York newspapers, what he had to say. And we, we, we were talking about the arrogance of men and Cornell Belcher, a pundit, said something that I've been talking about a long time. What would we like to see in this world? How would our politics really change? Our politics, you know, we, we should not be uh, gender specific, etc. But the reality is there is some gender specificity based on culturization that I think a change would really make a huge difference. Listen to this little segment from Cornell Belcher and then... We'll talk about it on the other side. One of the most famous names in American politics, Andrew Cuomo. But the most astonishing thing to me is that the last word wasn't his resignation, Cornell. I got to read for you this quote, the interview he gave to New York Magazine, where he claimed the following. I'm not going to drag the state through the mud through a three-month, four-month impeachment and then win and have made the state legislature and the state government look like a ship of fools when everything I've done all my life was for the exact opposite. Wow, that's quite the, quite the uh, statement there. You know, our, our politics is going to be a lot better when women are running more of our, our government and they're in, there's more women governors, more women senators, and more women congressmen. Well, you're going to be popular at home later today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I mean, the arrogance of, 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 of man is running its course in politics, and women are saying, time's up. I feel like I should be letting you two talk about this. <laughs> but, but our time is up here, and, and that sort of the arrogant statement that he made mm. is unacceptable. That is so true. From Trump to all the other uh, men, pompous men out there, you know, uh, women uh, women have a were nurtured differently, in my humble opinion. That likely society needs more so more than ever. And I mean, let's just look at the way COVID was handled. There are twenty four countries that are run by women; all the rest are run by men. And I just randomly decided to choose some countries. And, you know, randomly. And look, ca causation is an interesting thing, but also the ability to just say we're going to do this the right way or we're going to take the bumps to do things that need to be done is actually, uh, it makes a hell of a lot of sense. Look at the United States, which is on the screen right now. That is a performance that we have on our COVID reaction. In other words, it's it's... For an advanced country, it is sad that that is how men have led America. If you look at all the anti-vaxxers and all these guys, it is pushed primarily by men, leaders, men. Now, we take a look at a country like New Zealand. Look at their performance. New Zealand's performance run by Jacinda Ardern. Look at Germany run by Angela Merkel. Look at uh, Estonia. I'm, I'm bringing big countries and little countries run by women. Estonia, Kaja Kalas, look at the performance. We look at a country like uh, Moldova, Maisandu, look at the performance. We look at a country like in, in uh, Lithuania. Again, Lithuania is uh, Ingrida Simontuya, Simon, Simoite. That is a performance. We look at another country like in Africa, like uh, in Gabon. Uh, Gabon, we have uh, Prime Minister Rose Christian Raponda. That is a performance in Gabon. Not a bunch of vaccine or anything, but just responsibility and not playing the macho role. We look at Denmark. 
Denmark, we have uh, uh, Mette Fredriksson. That's a performance in Denver. They have a few other issues that they got a, a slight rise for a while. But then we go back and say, okay, let's randomly look at some of these macho countries, right? We look at a place like the United Kingdom. Oh, they had gotten it down, but there we go again. Oh, our right-wing government. Then we go ahead and talk about uh, having uh, France, you know, uh, way up again. Same thing. We take a look at Brazil. Well, they're kind of coming down now, but look at where they're coming down from. A mass killing in, from a, 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 a Trumpist in Brazil. Cornell Belcher is actually pretty right. I am willing. We should all be willing. Let's put the countries in the hands of women right now. Because you know what? Testosterone so far has not done a hell of a good job. Testosterone so far has not done a hell of a good job. Okay, let me get back to the questioning that we have here uh, Para ver, para ver, para ver. Uh, let's see. Norman says, I am back. Welcome back, Norman. Eric Hayes, extremely sad and people are going to die. Yes, people are going to die. Either now or, do, or, or Americans are going to die if we decided to join the civil war. Egberto, there are Taliban that were in Gitmo that were let go by Obama and now will kill. Uh, first of all, let's be clear. There are a lot of people in uh, Gitmo that were not supposed to be in Gitmo. Friend and, uh, one friend tells somebody, hey, he's a terrorist and we arrested them, send them to a black, black, uh, black site it run by one of the military industrial complex and then throw them in, in Guantanamo with no due process. Come on now. Uh, Daniel Ledo says, whoa, are about to see Olympics level mental gymnastic for those on the left. No mental gymnastic needed here at all. The way they are doing the thing in Afghanistan right now looks horrendous, terrible. I agree, it's horrendous and terrible. But we need to get the hell out of there. And we are getting the hell out of there. And it looks terrible, but we got to get out of there. We shouldn't have been there in the first place. Many of the people complaining as well are, are hawks of the military-industrial complex. Uh, Eric Hayes said, well, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Eric Hayes, Obama let go Gitmo pres uh, prisoners that are now leading the Taliban. Okay, well, I guess uh, Donald Trump was messing with the Taliban when he decided to say, I want to bring them to Camp David, right? Come on now. Uh, uh, Kathy C. Courtney, fantas fant fanaticism of the Trump base. Yes, Eric Hayes says, I read, your blame I read your blame piece, and that is a problem. You and others want to point fingers. Just do the right freaking thing. And rescue people. Instead, you want to blame others that does not that does nothing uh, for the Afghan people that deserve to come to America. We all the piece that I wrote also said I want every woman the ability to come to America or a Western country. Yeah, yes, that's what we want. Now, with respect to blame peace, it's not a blame peace. It's just a fact-based peace. Period. They helped us as interpreters. Yeah, they deserve to get out of there. Absolutely so. Now, I need to, to warn people of something, though, because I, I, many of you don't understand certain concepts. There are a lot of people that work for the American government when they go into a foreign country because the American government pays well. It has very little to do with loyalty. Okay? So let's, let's, not, let's not just... Let, let, let me see how to put this. We, we, we want to make everybody magnanimous who worked and interpret and did these things for the United States government. You know what? 
Most of these people are damn good people, but most people in the world are good people. But to come under the impression that somehow these people were so magnanimous that, uh, you know, look, I, I wish more of us will just look at it from the practical case. You work for us, we give you the option to leave the country, yes. But let's not go overboard as if somehow, uh, you know, I mean, if, if you want to take that stance for the people in Afghanistan, what stance are you taking for the natives that, we've genos that we were genocidal with? What stance do you take with all the people that we've oppressed in the country? Do you take the love for them as well? What, you know, I hear some of you talk about what's happening to the Afghanis. What about the people at our southern borders? That right now, even Eric said, oh, you're just letting them come over the borders. I mean, it would, it's the same reason that they're coming over the border that the people in Afghanistan want to leave. Their Taliban may not be called the Taliban, but it's called something else. But you see, it's all about narrative. It's all about narrative. Rose Williams says, they seem to be doing this in the most stupid way. I agree. If nothing else, they could have waited until the winter. It's sad and shocking that their fighting force is just collapsing. Here's, here's what I heard on Tom Hartman today. And this, this, I, I love Tom Hartman because I learn a lot. Uh, he does a lot of additional research. And what he found out is that the meeting with Donald Trump and the Taliban was that, uh, in effect, the Taliban was going to be in control. And in fact, they made deals with the Taliban, and even they were talking about bringing the Taliban to, the, to Camp David. That is all documented. So when the Americans decided to leave, these guys, it's not that they were completely cowards. Yeah, a lot of them were cowards. But they said, we're out of here. We ain't fighting for this thing. We're not fighting for this thing, and they left. They didn't fight at all. Should we stand up and fight? Come on now. Um, pardon, repeat. Trillions spent on disastrous Afghan war versus just $25 billion for vaccines. L repeat again. You repeat again. <laughs> what can we do to end COVID? Get vaccinated, of course. All right, let's see what else we got here. Eric Hayes says, the president is doing nothing. He's on vacation. I guess the vacation is on White House because I just saw him on TV. So I guess you're wrong on that one, brother. Lawrence Sims says, didn't see problem with $2017 trillion tax scam. Exactly right, Lawrence. Uh, Bridge MCP says, so in Texas was 793, not 5,800 children. Yeah, that was, I don't know how that mistake got made. But the thing about it is when good publications make mistakes, they correct it. Every so often when I make a mistake and somebody corrects me, I have no problem coming right away and saying right in the face, I done screwed up. We're human. We're human. Gitmo was a national embarrassment since Bush's time in office. Indefinite detention with trial is, on whole, is wholly un-American. And of course, we also had torture. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Hi, Coop. 333, welcome aboard. Tom C., welcome aboard. All right, let's see what else we got here. Egberto, you have military plan it, but wokeness is more important. That wokeness word, it, it's amazing. They must have done a, uh, a test. What's his name must have test the word wokeness for you guys? What's the name of the, the word smither, the, the word smitherer for the Republicans? I can never remember his name. He goes ahead and finger out, oh, throw grandma off the mountain or throw grandma off the ledge or death panels. He, he finds all these trigger words. That triggers right-wing folks. So now the, the new one is wokeness. Wokeness. 
we are trying to be so woke. That's the problem. Michael Rudnan, that is what I'd call a public relations debacle, but we kind of deserve it. Indefinite detention. Yes, yes, I can't read the whole thing. Eric Hay says, uh, you would rather have all the blame game run the show and the policies will prove the downfall of all his radical stuff. What particular stuff are you talking about that is radical? Don't just parrot what you hear in right-wing media. Let's go ahead and tell me exactly what you mean by uh, by that. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Hi, Coop333. Women are 52% of the populace, therefore 52% should be in power. Agreed. Bionic Chronic from being married for 20 plus years and two daughters, I never won an argument. I know what you mean. I got one wife for 30-something years and, uh, and also a daughter. And yes, I never win an argument either. So welcome aboard. Mike Cisak says, Instead of 28,317 new cases that CDC said Florida logged on Saturday, the actual number was 15,500, no, 319. I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Anyhow, I'm going to stop here and then go play uh, the representative on our, our thing. This is very important. So let's have it and then we'll take it on the other side. Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rana McBerto, who is your host. Today, we again have Representative Jasmine Crockett. Uh, she is the elected Texas representative for House District 100. She is a civil rights attorney and a progressive fighter for the criminal justice system. She's out there. I, st- I believe you're still in Washington. Welcome aboard, uh, p- uh, Politics Done Right, Representative. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for what you're doing. It seems to me like some folks forgot uh, who they work for and they're, well, let's go directly into that. I'm going to can my questions for a minute and ask you uh, about uh, those representatives that went back to Texas. Tell me about what that's going to mean. Uh, I have no idea what it means, considering the fact that um, bills are still not moving. So I'm not really sure what the point was. There's lots of rumors. Obviously, when we look at a place like El Paso, El Paso is losing one of their seats. And so three of the five members from that delegation went back. There are rumors that there are all kinds of negotiations going on, um, maybe even as it relates to redistricting. I don't really know. Um, I've not been a part of any negotiations, obviously. And I've not spoken with the members that are on the floor. So I can't really understand um, why they went back or what they thought they would get by going back. Or, you know, I don't know. I mean, I I literally have no idea as to why they went back. I just know that we have every single reason to stay out. Um, I know that we broke quorum because of the voting bill and we still are looking for that legislation. We know that the house is going to come back a little bit early. They're going to come back, I believe, on the 23rd or the 26th. I can't remember which date. Um, And they're going to get started and try to get uh, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act uh, finally together so that they can vote on it. What's what's significant about that is if we pass legislation in Texas, then that doesn't provide us any protection under John Lewis because um, they're, well, let me say it this way. It doesn't currently, unless they add a look back provision because it's it's all about um, preclearance, right? So if you've passed a bill before the law exists, 
then it doesn't help you. Um, HR1, we would still have some help if that were to go into place, but we wouldn't have with John Lewis. And so we know that the House is coming back a little bit early to work on that. Uh, it's our understanding that the Senate may do the same if the House gets somewhere on the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. So right now, with the governor being wrong about masking, with him being wrong about voting, with him being wrong on bail, with him being wrong on everything that he put on his agenda, I just don't see the reason in going back. We know that we don't have the numbers. We know that Republicans are just lockstep soldiers for the governor. They don't govern and do things because they make sense. They do them because the governor has ordered that they be done. Um, so we know that we can't stop any of this legislation. Now, Representative, it is, it is clear that... Uh, you, I, I think they, they still don't have quorum because I don't think enough of you came back to Texas. Am I correct there still? Or are they just high? Because, I mean, it, it, this morning's Chronicle says that, uh, you're, how, that the, the Speaker of the House is out there in Texas trying to round you up. He's going to each one of your districts <laughs> to try to find you. Are they in the district or are they mostly at the, are still out there camped out in D.C.? Everyone is spread all over. Um, you know, we said we would stay in D.C. so long as um, Congress was in. Congress has taken recess. Um, and so there's no point in actually being in the city. Uh, there are members that are still in D.C. There are members that are um, in other states. There are members that are in other portions of the state of Texas. Um, so, you know, members are kind of spread out. Um, it would be very difficult to kind of round us up. Right now, we believe that they most likely will target five members, whatever members they think would be easiest to round up and gather because they only need five for a quorum. And like I said, they just want our bodies. They don't want anything else. They just want us there so that they can ram this legislation through. And right now, time is not on their side because the next big deal is redistricting. And you can't do these 50 million other random things plus redistricting. And they really want redistricting. I mean, how else can you get reelected in a purple district um, when you pass things such as permitless carry this session, right? So if you're a Republican that only won by 200 votes, which that did happen this last legislative cycle, um, then yeah, you need, you need to get new lines. You need to make sure that those lines are more and more red. And so we are expecting them to be very excited about getting to the gerrymandering process. Now, you understand the Germandon press process quite well, and I, I, I know math pretty darn good, I would expect. Now, here's my concern, or not my concern. Here's what I don't understand how it's going to be done. We're going to gain two more seats. Most of the, <laughs> the increase in population here came from uh, people of color. Uh, there, is, there are just so many, uh, there's just so much spreading that you can do where, where gerrymandering just doesn't work. I looked at the numbers. And I don't see any security other than packing, uh, packing Republican areas uh, in a certain percentage now to give uh, to actually get more Republican seats. I don't see it. And I think uh, one of the there was a report that was out a few days ago that said uh, Texas is not going to be able to redistrict as Republican as one may believe. Do you concur with that or not? No. I don't. I mean, <laughs> they don't care. I mean, like they are lawless. They are the definition of lawless, right? I mean, the fact that our governor is killing children and you think that they care about being fair on lines? Come on now. Like, uh, like let's, let's be honest about it. Like, what they will do is, and, and, and so that your listeners understand, 95% um, of our growth in the last decade 
has been because of people of color, period. So for anybody that thinks in a logical way, that means that those two seats, because we grew, which is how we were able to get two more congressional seats, that those two seats would be drawn in a way that kind of is reflective of our growth, right? So that means it probably would be people of color or at least districts that would represent people of color. But what they like to do here in Texas is do things that allow people like Chip Roy to become a, a congressman out of Austin, right? Because they will slice that thing up so let's say Austin, I don't know how many congressmen are currently in Austin, right? But instead of drawing a fair line, what they would do is say, well, we'll give you one fourth of the pie of Austin because we got to divide out their voices and their votes. And let's spread this sucker all the way to South Texas. <laughs> like they will make the, the oddest shapes um, just to uh, get the power. Everything with Republicans is about a power grab. When you look at the House, when you look at the Senate, they are not reflective of what our state looks like. We are a majority minority state. And when you look at the people that are quote unquote trying to round us up, which there's eight, 83 Republicans in the house, you look at them, you find one black person and he's about to be gone. You find, uh, I think one Latino, that's it. Everyone else is white. So let's say that's 81 white folk to uh, you know what we have on the Democratic side, which is a lot more diversity. And you're, you're looking at this saying, is this what Texas is? It's not. And they keep saying, well, we were put in power. No, you weren't. You stole the power and you're continuing to try to steal the power. That's what that is. No. It's not that the majority of people really want a job. Representative, and I think that is the importance of what you're doing. Because there is a point after you reach a certain number that gerrymandering requires voter suppression to succeed. Yep. In other words, and, and that's what I'm trying. That's the reason I brought up that number. In other words, they can try to make the district as best as they can. But the only thing that can make these districts red enough is if you fail at what you are trying to do to ensure that everybody has equal access to the ballot. Your, 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 your thoughts on that? Oh, no. I mean, it's absolutely a one-two punch. <laughs> yes. This is why the governor has to call this. I mean, the governor has been an elected official in the state of Texas for years. I mean, statewide elected official, right? The governor is in his second term. He's seeking a third term until he runs for president, obviously. Um, he has sat on the Supreme Court. He has been our attorney general. The voting laws have been fine for him all this time. And all of a sudden, something happened? No, nothing happened except for we continue to grow and trend in a way that doesn't really fit. The demographics don't favor him. That's not to say that all minorities vote Democratic, but goodness gracious, the Republicans don't really give people of color very many choices. I mean, they continuously side with white supremacists. That kind of cuts out most people of color who give a darn about who they are and have some pride in who they are. They say, never mind. I don't want to associate with that because at the end of the day, policy policies. But for anyone to stand by and support white supremacists and their agenda, that's where I got to cut this off. It's not about um, where we are from a financial policy standpoint. It becomes bigger than that. And so they instead antagonize and go after people of color, even with our warrants. What we saw was one of our white colleagues, a Republican, putting out wanted uh, photos that he made up 
And the next thing you know, there's a low security um, concern about us. And I say low, we get security threat uh, information from DPS. I don't know how high or how low it is, but you know, they rank it. And it's all about this proud boy type, the insurrectionist type. And we saw that they put bounties out for some of us, go round them up. This is what you support by supporting Republicans. I mean, there is just a lack of, they are morally inept at this point. They are morally bankrupt. And so some things you just have to say, hold the line. And when it comes to voting rights and the rest of the white supremacy agenda that exists right now in the Texas House, I don't understand why we as Democrats would not want to hold the line, especially since we have the people of color on our side, which means that we are representing people of color. Well, uh, in closing, let me just say that um, we have a new crop of Democrats coming up. You represent them. And this is what uh, most of us been longing for in our politicians, the ones that are really going to stand, stand up on moral issues, stand up on real issues. So thank you so kindly for having been on Politics Done Right. And please keep up doing what you're doing and know that you're, you have a home here. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a good one. Anyhow, folks, our first answer is to Bridge MCP. Bridge, what she was trying to say is there are a few Democrats who uh, seem to be making deals with the Republicans specifically because redistricting is coming up and they want to make sure that they are not drawn out of the district. They want to make sure they're not drawn out. So they, they're willing for person for them to save themselves. They're willing to castrate everybody else. That's what it's all about. Casey Gibbs, welcome aboard. Not funny how Afghanistan is just a U.S. problem. Staunch allies like Saudi watch their neighborhood collapse, just like defense contractors. They like us spending our dollars in their neighborhood. You got it right. Daniel Ledoe says Biden is a poster child for morally bankrupt. We see it playing out as he chose to abandon the Afghan people. It's amazing. Of, that sounds so amazing coming from a, uh, my, my brother, Daniel Ledo. But I, I, I'll take the, the, the funny part of that statement. Uh, let's go ahead and see. Uh, yay, Texas Democrats E2247. Welcome aboard. I hadn't saluted you yet. Uh, you're here chatting, sharing, learning all this free show. Join the P. Thank you again. I keep forgetting about that, Bridge MCP. Folks, please, please, please. We do a lot of work to bring you these shows. We do. We get some great interviews for you. Please go ahead and click that join button to become a part of the PDR Posse like we did last week. Anybody who joins right now, we throw you up on the screen to say, look who just joined our PDR Posse. Click that join button if you're on YouTube. If you are not on YouTube, go to politicsandright.com slash YouTube, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. But why just not click that join button on YouTube, become a part of our PDR Posse. You can also go ahead and get our cups. These are our cups on the screen right now. And do you want to get a cup designed by Bridge MCP or a leader in the PDR Posse? Just go ahead and click on that link that's on the screen. Of course, there are many other ways to support Politics Done Right. You can support us by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support, politicsdoneright.com slash support. And maybe at some time, my cut and paste will work so that I can put it right there. So uh, politicsandright.com slash support. Please consider getting our books. You see those books on the screen. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. It's worth it. Likewise, uh, as I see it, it's about the economy. It's a lot of stuff. And how to make America utopia. Go ahead and visit us at 
politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. Please support our program uh, uh, by going to one of those links. Don't forget our store or the rack that you see on YouTube. YouTube sells our products as well, our T-shirts, our hats, everything. Why not support the program by supporting us, either getting a product, becoming a member of the PDR Posse, becoming a Patreon, one of the others. Anyhow, let me get busy talking to you again. Love you all. Michael Rennan says, I need to step away a few minutes early. Catch you next time. Muchas gracias por estar aquí. Very thank you. Thank you so kindly for having been here. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Daniel Little say, but no, I read that already. I read Casey Gibbs already. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm going from the bottom up now because sometimes you guys have something to tell me at the bottom that's important. Like my mic is not on. Last time I missed it. Luckily now I, I, I gave our posse the direct number. Tom C says, Yes to more women in charge, but not Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert as president and vice president. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Eric Hayes says, U.S. surrendered. Afghanistan creates a new trading base for terrorists. And guess what? A marketing tool for getting new members. I want to talk about that a bit. That is the silliest. You know, it is, it is how the military-industrial complex screws you all. Screws us all. And it is a, it's a slogan. It's a type of slogan created by Frank Luntz. That is the word smitherer for the Republicans. With terms like, we fight them over there. So we don't have to fight them here. The most ridiculous statement proper. So we go blow up another country. To kill innocent people in the other country along with the bad people in that country so that no bad people from that country come to our country. It's a lot more effective. It's a lot more humane. It makes a lot more sense to simply fortify your borders. Make sure that you fortify the United States of America. That they can't get in if they're at the door. Because to get in and do any substantial damage, they have to come in with equipment. And if they're going to get the equipment here, they could have anyway. Because getting them over there is not going to stop those who sneak in with a tie and a suit over here. It is the silliest thing I've ever heard. Oh, there are going to be places where these terrorists can amass. That is almost telling you that you are not very smart. If you believe the concept of fighting them over there so you don't fight them over here, you're gullible. Because it's a lot more effective to stop them over here instead of trying to fight them over there because you can never fight most of them or fight most of them over there. And Egberto is now in favor of a border wall. I'm in favor of a a border that is that we can control from bringing in criminals, but to bring in good people, I'm always in for that, sir. I'm always in for bringing in good people. I don't mean the people that are going to commit genocide on the, the population. I don't mean the people that are going to enslave people. I don't want to bring people into this land like that. We already got through that. We went through that process already. The new people that we want to bring into America are people who want to work, people who want to make us a better country, people who want to bring us humanity. Okay? Eric says, your thoughts are silly and make no sense and doesn't sound smart and you are gullible. 
Exactly. That is absolutely true. Fighting over there uh, so that they don't come over here is the art of gullibility. See, you don't know who is coming in now as we have more than 100 countries. Exactly. So what are we going to do? Go to 100 countries and fight in 100 countries so that... <laughs> that's my point. You just made my point, Eric Hayes. It's silly to say fight them over there because we'd be fighting in 180 countries so that they don't come over here. It makes no sense whatsoever. Norman Reynolds says, The American Empire uses bases and aircraft carriers to ensure its power. Exactly. Bridge MCP says, Bring good people in and send the nuts out. The white supremacists. Beep, beep. Agreed. Daniel Ledo, how do you stop terrorists with a bomb under the current border open fiasco? You see, the problem is you believed your... The biggest problem with the right is when they start to believe their own lies. Okay? If you go over to the border, it may be difficult to stop people who crawl under and all that kind of stuff. But you know what is a good thing? If you want to bring a dirty bomb or anything into the United States and all of that... You get an easier way of capture because all over America now are these sensors. And I know you don't know that because it's not something that's very well known. They don't tell you that because they want to be able to keep on the fraud. But on all these streets, there are all these sensors that sense radiation. They sense gases and all that kind of stuff. I know you didn't know that. So now you know. Okay, let's see what else we got here. If I missed anything that you think I should have had, please drop it down in the bottom of the list and I'll be sure to pick it up. Lawrence O'Donnell says, uh, retweets Lawrence Tribe on, on suing DeSantis and Abbott. Let's see. Uh, you want me to put that up? Is that what that is? Uh, okay. Let, 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 let's put Lawrence. I think Lawrence wants that on the screen. Is that true, Lawrence? Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and put that on the screen, Lawrence. Uh, para ver, para ver. Lawrence, here I explain how governors like Abbott and DeSantis can be sued in federal court for burdening families with an impermissible choice between depriving their children of an education and subjecting them to a contagious disease. It's all, I think they could actually charge uh, the, the governor on civil rights violations as well. Because at that point, they're saying, we're not allowing you to save yourself. So, I mean, that is a very... Very good point. Thank you for bringing that up, uh, Lawrence Sims. Roberto Lewis, very true, Egberto. Why fight outside your perimeter waiting billion, wasting billions of dollars? I saw it of the dollars wasted, and that's coming from a military personnel of 26 years. And you know what, Roberto? You taught me a lot when you were in Iraq. You couldn't tell me any sensitive information, of course, but the pieces of the information that you were able to tell me, I, I was able to research a few things and find out that the military industrial... It, it's funny. Because they send our guys to fight over there. But the people who reap the rewards of that fight are all the people that, that these military industrial complex guys are sending. They send uh, people from India and Vietnam to feed our soldiers. They pay them a pittance and they charge the federal government orders of magnitudes of money. They don't hire Americans to go over there and do the work. It's a ripoff. Words are words, not war, even if they are sharp words. Rose Williams says, why would they bother with a bomb when all they need to do is fly into a busy airport with a bioweapon? We've already made it obvious that we don't take a dangerous virus seriously. And that's the last word. Rose, Rose, you are a wonderful genius. 
because all they have to send is a bunch of infected people. You've got that right. Folks, we are at the end of the show. I want to thank you guys for being here. Please, again, please go ahead and click that join button. Uh, become a part of the PDR Posse. Or go ahead and visit politicsunright.com slash support. Politicsunright.com slash support. Uh, here is the link. Uh, you can also uh, purchase our books at politicsunright.com slash books. Politicsunright.com slash books. Yes, Rose got the last word. What Rose said was prescient, smart, truthful, and exactly what we're talking about. We are our own worst enemies. Look, folks, I really love you all. We're all fighting together to make a better, a better America. Love my conservatives. I love my, my, my progressives, my liberals, my anarchists, my socialists, my everybody, because we are America. That's who we are. We're America. And we can sit down here and argue. We can sit down here and debate and may the best answers go forward to the front. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.